Ah, welcome to the You and Me show, our life's journey. I am one of your hosts, Bishop with the lovely Aerie. Welcome back. Welcome back. Can you guys hear me ruffling? We she are ruffling. We're in a new space. Not a new space, actually. It's a new it's space. Temporary, unfortunately. Well, I don't want to on say the road. On the road. Yes. Call it on the road. Today we are in Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas. Which is a place I the down under. I don't recall. Did we come here? Did we come here when I was eight? I don't recall when we came. I, here. I'm pretty sure we've come here before. But we've been here several times. Several. Um yeah, yeah, we've been here several times. I when only remember eight. I think I remember What grade would you in when you was eight? Third. Yeah, yeah. So that would be eight. Because you ran into your teacher. Remember? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I remember. That was that. ironic that to was run into so your third grade teacher. Well, she was teaching third grade, I think. No, no, no. She was my first grade teacher. And I think she was teaching third grade at the time. No, she wasn't. She wasn't teaching third grade. She was still teaching. I think she was teaching fifth grade or something. I don't I don't remember. She was still at the same elementary. She was school. still at the school. Yeah, shout out to Miss Massey. Yes. Woo woo woo. Yeah, yeah. Ran into her. You know, I was, you know, Talking with her and her son at that particular time. Yeah, yeah. it was it was very interesting. interesting. Yeah, that was a very interesting, interesting time in our life, to be honest. Dynamics, you yeah. know, that was that was interesting. Period. Yes, it created something. Created something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, another note. But okay. yeah, it's interesting. We've been to Dallas several times. We came probably. Um, Three times that particular year, because uh, we came right back, brought my mom and back. Oh, okay. And then we did the aquarium and some other stuff. Yeah, I, me. I, the only memory I have of being in Texas is that I was afraid of rattlesnakes. She said rattlesnakes because I had a very, very <laughs> like, uh, I had a very fixed idea of what Texas was. Mm. I still have a very fixed idea of what Texas is. Um, and then I remember I got really hungry. We were at the outlets. The outlet. We were at an outlet. Or the mall. Which one? We were at an outlet. Mm. And I got, I was like really hungry and I was really tired because we'd been out that whole day. It was hot. I had this migraine and we went to Outback. And that was the best food I've ever had. (laughs) (laughs) We went to Outback. I got my bread. And I had to be with my mom. We talking about shopping. Yes. Yes. We were with that crew. Shopping. We were yeah, because yeah, I know we went to the mall and then uh, we went to the rainforest restaurant once. I feel like that did happen, but I literally she said that didn't happen. I, 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 I have very limited, limited amount, yeah, limited knowledge of what was going on at that time, which is so mm. weird. I hate that that was like a not like Sounds. a repressed memory, but also like considering the fact that I just told you that I have that I had a headache. She and had I was a headache. and I was terribly tired. Maybe I was tired the whole trip and I didn't re- remember that. Okay, well you know, hey. Maybe I repressed my whole trip. She said she repressed the whole trip. It was interesting, interesting time per se. You know, Dallas and 
the different things that were going on at that particular time. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it was summertime. Yeah, it was June. Uh, so it was hot and a bunch of stuff. So Yeah, it was. Yeah, Texas, was I mean, June. I like the good old Texas. We flew in then at that particular time. Yes. Stayed in Grapevine at the Embassy Suites. Yes. Um, it was a nice hotel, you know. Nice location. It was nothing too close to the city, not too far away. But, yeah. I think know. we took a... Took a what? Did we take like a trolley or a train or something? Um, I don't recall that. Maybe this might be a different place. I'm, You're maybe talking I might... the train at San Diego. That was San Diego? Mm-hmm. When we jumped on the yeah, train. Yeah, okay. That San Diego. That's so weird yeah. that I get those two trips mixed up. I put those two things together. No, we took the train in San Diego because then we went down to Tijuana. Yeah, Tijuana. Tijuana crossed over into Mexico. Yes, a little, a little nah. border moment. Because we had a uh, we had a rental when uh, we were here in Texas. Did we? Yeah, we had a rental car uh, both times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is so crazy. So like I said, we were parking, and that's what we were seeing around the parking lot. <gasps> oh, yep. Okay, yeah. I got it, guys. I got yeah. it. Yeah. So, no, 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 we was driving. We was yes. driving. Oh, Texas. Yeah. Guys, one thing about Texas is that I definitely, you can drive here. Didn't know that. She said you can drive here. I didn't know that. on who you are and I, where you're going. I figured that, well, I mean, I've seen a few nervous faces on the highway. I mean, we haven't really been out there in the thick of things. No. But, you know, hey, it is what it is. Texas, big everywhere huge everything is bigger everything here and it's big. very weird uh reminds me of minnesota everything is big in minnesota is too. it really i you don't remember yes minnesota. i remember two parts from minnesota and that is passing by the uh the the whatever the park that they have in the inside the mall of america yes in mall of america uh-huh. and going to a basketball game where i had a terrible fever you had a fever. Yes, I had a fever. I remember it. We were up so high at the time, and I had a fever, and I wasn't feeling well. That's uh-huh. my, these are like core memories that I have. She says she had a fever. Yes, I was sick. I don't remember that, but you know, okay. Yes, I so. was sick. Yeah, Minnesota. I was back in the days. I want to go back to Minnesota, maybe for my nineteenth birthday. I'll go to Mall of America. Uh, Mall of America. It says much bigger than it is now. It was then. So yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's almost. I did a little. I went through the directory one of these years, and I was like, "Wow, that is crazy." Almost what 10, 11 years ago. Um, Mall of America. 10, 11 years ago. The last mm-hmm. time I went, I was two. Mm, know about that now. I yes, swear. I remember. How you gonna remember? <laughs> you I, you I had, had a fever. Yeah, you had a fever. Feverishly mistaken. I have. I am younger. Said. I'm much younger than you are. Jesus. Things are in distant. My memories are <laughs> very close by in my head. <laughs> Yours are going to be a little bit more distant. Oh, you got wow. more things to remember than she I do. Said her memory is shorter than mine. You have more things to remember. We actually asked um, me and my cousin, Diani, when we were mm-hmm. on our youth adventures, which was very interesting. We asked um, our younger cousins 
what their first memory was. What their first memory was? Yes, like when they first realized that they were like an entity, like they were <laughs> sentient. And they came up with answers so fast. And it was interesting because uh, when we ask like adults these questions, like they don't. Your first memory. They can't like really, they can't really remember what it is. Give me an example of what you inquired about. Uh. Well, we just asked, like, what was the first time you realized that you were, like, human? First time you realized you were a human? Like, when you realize that, like, you're a conscious being, like, and, like, mm. you have the first memory of being, like, oh, okay, like, this is that. Who can remember something like that? I remember mine. That you first time you realized that you were a human? No, just, like, your first memory and you realize, like, oh, okay, like, I'm a person. How do you know it was a memory of realizing that i'm a person that's just like you feel i mean how old were you how old was i mm -hmm. i don't remember i just know this is my first memory because it's the first thing i remember seeing which is you know how like whenever you would walk into the house with a kid so like zaire or malia these are people in our family guys and you would open the door and then let them walk in first before you came in uh -huh. And that's how we knew, like, you had somebody with you, like Mason or something. That's my first memory of me, you opening the door, the garage door for me uh -huh. and letting me walk through first. Walk in the house. Yes. That's the first vivid memory that yeah. you can recall of walking into the house. Not, yes. You don't know how old you were. You just yeah, know. I just know that. Was I'm walking. Yeah. Okay. And I'm a human being. Like I have like core memories from when I was like really young, but that there's, but that's when I was like, oh, like I'm a human. Like I, 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 mean, I'm I a guess human I'm being. just stuck on the fact that you're realizing that you're real. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'd like to think you grasped that way before, even as a infant. But no, because like I have no memory of being like, oh, yep, human. I mean. I don't know. I, it's probably there. We just can't recall it. Because um, if you're sentient uh, from creation, you know, hey, the memories. But are you there. don't. But you don't like remember like that you're like vibing out and like, oh, okay, like I gotta grow up and I'm a human and I'm gonna. You talking about the, the conscious? Yeah, the conscious feeling of like, oh, yep, this I'm is growing. what's this is what's going on. Like I'm a human being and this is what's gonna. That I am out. a child and yeah. I'm going to grow into an adult. And that, like, this is what my life is about. Yeah, this is what life, like, is. Hmm. Well, I guess if you, yeah, I don't know. And you realize, oh, like, I'm a human. And that's just. Hmm. That's just so that's, that's what you got from the questions that you asked the others. Yeah. And they were like, oh, yeah, this is when I realized, oh, like, I'm here. And that's just it. Oh. Hmm. Well, no, I can't recall any of that. And as you see, I'm further away yeah. from. We asked some adults and they were like, I literally don't know the answer to that question. Uh -huh. Or they would say it was a lot sooner. I, I can't even recall some of my childhood memories that I say is real. Hmm. No. Even the memories that I think of. Yeah. They only come to my mind because of pictures. Oh. That exist. I don't know. That's kind of sad. <laughs> That's kind of 
was because like i said i'm trying to remake remember these things but all i remember is the picture that i've seen of thus yeah conjuring the memory yeah of what perhaps could have happened but nah i don't have memories to go back that far i mean i do have some but they they ain't even childhood that's uh i mean there's like hmm. high school and middle school middle school i mean i might have been this is trauma though that i'm thinking about <laughs> that's trauma not good. Yeah, yeah. that's not being good. maybe eight or nine um and uh playing getting hurt getting hit by a baseball or something like that yeah so that's that's 82 so they didn't really that old i mean you were eight 82 82 you're 10 i'm 10 i mean that's pretty far back that's 40 that's that's 40 years Mm -hmm. (laughs) he said i got hit oh no i didn't get hit with a baseball i remember uh i think his name was mike mike got hit with the baseball Uh, i was playing back catcher and you know he got hit with the ball in the head yeah i remember that and some other things you know i probably just recall that occurred but like i said it's usually around trauma not necessarily something you know that was just like it just happened that you just happened yeah it just happened yeah trauma you know yeah there's like traumatic things but getting then... a bicycle that didn't work or something like that <laughs> that's not funny yeah. uh i remember that dad bought a bicycle it was one of his many times of pumping in popping out and it worked for like two days and then it was no good i think it was a defect but you know that's interesting yeah yeah it was kind of crazy but no nah, no nah, i don't you have and my mom both have not traumatic but like bicycle stories that just like aren't just the worst <laughs> just the worst. you don't have no bicycles i mean she i she had one she had one apparently her brothers broke hers after <laughs> she had gotten it for like it was like a week old a week old and, and then, broken he, already. then he broke they like broke it or something and she was like oh my god how did you break my bike i don't remember if she ever got it fixed or not but i don't know uh, i don't i don't have any hmm. bicycle stories that were, were really like yeah, yeah i have people i have someone who was associated with a bike that was like traumatic but She's like associated with but it's bike. not like me like like yeah i have a few scraped knees from a bike but i'm not like no nah, these you, memories of bikes didn't have not... bikes you had motor vehicles i mean i had a bike at my at my grandma's house <laughs> <laughs> that's the only time i ever rode my bike at your grandmother's house yes that's so weird it was in the same spot as where the treadmill is now in her house. Do you even know how to ride a bike? Do I know how to ride a bike? Yeah. Yes. Okay, <laughs> you never. I, I haven't forgotten how to ride a bike as much as I feel like when I, I remember like two years ago, I went with my friend to Ocean Isle and we rented bikes and I was like sitting there like looking at it like, I don't think I remember how to do this. Mm. <laughs> but guys, I guess you never you never forget you never how, to, forget ride a how bike. to ride a bike as they say as they say i didn't believe it till i did it yeah it just comes back to you you know uh i haven't ridden a bike in years really. 
I mean, you've ridden like a stationary bike. Ah, uh, that's different. Yeah. Yeah, pretty sure I can still ride, but I just haven't rode a bike in a while. I you kind of forget the feeling um, of like certain things because mm. like specific things on a bike, like you know, like when you hit a curb, <laughs> like <laughs> I was <laughs> like mm-hmm. how to like maneuver a bike when you're doing certain things like potholes in the road she said potholes and in like the road. if like and like if the sidewalk oh. is just like uneven Mm-mm. i like that was the whole oceanal experience of me being like oh my god i forgot that there are certain things mm. that you need to like think about when you're riding a bike mm-hmm. yeah you gotta watch where you're going hit the brake uh, know how to maneuver. There were plenty of times Don't where I almost, any children. Where I almost just <laughs> fell over. Nah, but I, mean, I was a BMXer, so you know yeah. it's a little different. But like to say, uh, what was his name Tony Tony Hawk? He still right? Tony Hawk. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was. Oh, okay. He's what? He is one of those people. He's yeah. Like, He's a bikes he, and skateboards. Yeah, bikes, skateboards, all that good stuff. Yes, he yes, does he, it all. Yeah, he's still at it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you know, hey, money talks, and if it's something you enjoy, continue to do it. But as far as memories and um, going back, as far as the mind can conjure, yes. Uh, I find it to be less entertaining, as yeah. you say. <laughs> as time goes on, I don't want to remember. Uh, but maybe the last decade or so, you know, going back too far means it's not necessarily it's meaningless. But there's nothing that I can pull from it that that I can use oh, now. That makes sense, I guess. Uh, because everything that just transpired, because it's almost like literally when people say, if I knew what I knew now, then I'd be so much further than I am now. I think I'd just be traumatized, to be honest. You'd be traumatized? Yeah. If you knew what you that know was now, also the que- That was also the question on the bus. Yeah, yeah, I heard him talking about it, but I didn't really... It was, it was, would you rather go, like, would you rather go back to kindergarten knowing everything that you know now, or would you rather know whatever, everything that you're going to know in the future? Or would I rather know everything in the future? Like, everything that I'm going to learn in the future. What I want to know of that now. Or would you rather go back to kindergarten knowing everything that you know now? And I said, know everything that I'm going to learn in the future, because if I as an 18 year old go back to kindergarten like in my five-year-old body knowing everything that i know now i'd just be like scared you'd be scared i don't i don't i'd be like traumatized why would you be traumatized because you got to think about like what i'm like considering so like when you're five you don't really like there are certain problems in the world that you like you get it but it's not on the scale of like what you discover once you become older Mm mm-hmm because there's like, I, I went around and asked this question like years ago. And I was like, I asked people like, how old were they when they learned about racism? 
and some people were like oh I was like seven and then other people were like well I was like in high school and then there were some people who like like me who like once I started school or before I started school I knew what it was but I just had the concept of like oh like some people are going to treat me different because I have darker skin and that was that but then now I'm like 18 and I know that racism isn't just like a concept it's like a whole system and if I was five and I knew that I would be like traumatized because this, uh, you still are handling this information with the brain that you have at that certain age. Well, I, I guess I was thinking of it in, you know, a, a different mindset, uh, maybe with the question, because the, the thought is, if the question is, if I know what I know now, if you and know, going back to kindergarten, am I going to, it's almost like I know the future up to now. So am I going to go back? and repeat the exact same life yeah that means i know everything that's going to happen so i can go back to kindergarten and do it all over again because i know what's going to happen but it's a difference when you said okay i just know what i know now but i'm going to go back and live again but it could very well be different i just know what the future is going to be like yeah which in essence is the same as knowing the future today not knowing necessarily the future it's not like you're gonna know what's gonna happen in the future it's like the things that you learn i guess well i guess you could say that it would like, be the same thing if, if, just, you're, if you have an experience like. if you have an experience and then you're like i don't think you would know with a particular experience that would earn you a certain degree of knowledge if that makes any sense mm. but as if and you as a go with it you... literally, okay, if I know what I know now and I go back to kindergarten and then I'm living, yeah, that just means I'm much more smarter than everybody at that particular time. Yeah, I'm a lot more aware, but also, like, you're dealing with the thoughts that you have now or, like, the knowledge that you have now with the brain capacity of a five-year-old. And I feel like as a five-year-old... But is it the brain it capacity would, of a 5 It would be, like, overstimulating. Or the brain capacity of an 18-year-old in a 5-year-old's body. See, like, that would be, like, different. Because now you're just walking around, gifted kid, like... Exactly. That's you all know, you it's are. Like, it's, like, fine. You're and, just, like, not gifted kid, but, like, you're just hyper-aware. And, like, you get the whole, oh, you're, like, a... So-and-so's body. You're a savant. And then there's that. But then I feel like if you, like, are dealing with what you're thinking about... With the capacity of a five-year-old, you would get so, like, you couldn't navigate your way through the world. Oh, no. It's almost like you'd be stuck. Yeah, you'd be so, like, scared. (laughs) This is actually a movie. You know that, right? I don't know that. I don't Mm -hmm. know a lot of movies. Yeah, it's a movie. As somebody going into uh, film, I should know more. uh, What's his name is? Mark Warborn is in it. Um, Infinity. Oh. That's what it is. It's called Infinity. It's Mark Warborn. I forget the black guy who's in it, who was in um, uh, Doctor Strange, the black guy who's in oh, Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah. He was in some other movies too, but that's what happens to them when they when they die. It's almost like being reincarnated. Oh, you know everything. But that's what it is. They they die, and then they when they're reincarnated, they know everything, but they're coming back as a child yeah and then have to grow up and he was tired the black guy was tired yeah he was tired of he just wanted to die yeah he was tired of you know you know living dying and then 
being reborn. Yeah. But knowing everything. Yeah. But the thing is, he knew he lived for thousands of years. Yeah. But he's trapped in a child's body. Yeah. And he he was just he was he was tired, man. He was like, man. I, I just want he just wanted to die. He wanted to kill everybody. He was just he was, was like, I don't want to do it anymore. He don't want to do it no more. And was, I mean, I understood because Mark, I think Marx was a little different. When he died, he came back as an adult almost. Yeah. Or he, he something like that where he was conscious. Yeah. He didn't have to hit the dude where well, he explains, like, look at here, man. When I he's reincarnated. He's aware and he's in a woman's body as yeah. a baby, an infant. Yeah. And then all of this is going on in his mind, but there's nothing he can do. He can't speed up the process. Oh, he yeah. just has to live, live again. Yeah. Thus, he, he was just tired. So he was just trying yeah. to find a way. He said, I'm bored. I'm exhausted. I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. He, he wasn't doing it anymore. So I was like, okay. So they had been at it for years. And the way. He determined who he was. It was like the Dalai Lama, how they put the different toys or items in front of the, oh, yeah. uh, the new person to for them to pick. And if he picks the right toy, they know this is you from your former life. That's how it was. Yes. You know, so that, that goes along with that concept of That's knowing, you know, everything. How would you? Yeah perceive but i do remember somebody said well if i knew uh, i know the lottery numbers and that that's what i need (laughs) (laughs) you know the winning lottery numbers and be able to like a predictability (sighs) of future things look that's the whole thing with going back or knowing the future knowing the timeline the minute something changes everything is affected yeah and it makes a difference of the outcome of the future. You can't really say, okay, hey, if I just win, just, I don't want to win the mega. I just need to win a million dollars. Yeah. A million dollars changes the trajectory of everything. Yeah. So you can't say that, hey, if I knew this, I would make these changes. Yeah. So, you know. But that's the big what little, if. Little butterfly effect moment. Mm-hmm. What if and then, you know, what happens if I had chose this or I would have done this? Then Yeah. Hey, who knows? You might not even be around. Existence is all uh, a part of the evolution of life. There you so, go, guys. So... We'll see. We'll see how that goes. So, well, that's that. Well, we're going to take a break and then we'll come right back. And we're back for our second segment of today's show. And as we have really pretty much just jumped into our, you know, Dallas trip and down the road um we have to unpack uh a few things <laughs> unpack a few yeah, things yeah unpack a few things considering uh we are jumping back at this um uh, one would say uh congratulations to my co-host for graduating 
Woo, woo, woo. You know, if we had some hand claps, we'd put those in claps, there. Claps, claps, claps. Clap, 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 clap. So one would also say congratulations for surviving. She says surviving. What Sur- you survive? Surviving kidney stone. <laughs> surviving kidney Guys, y'all have stones. a lot. Y'all, we have a lot to catch up yeah. on. Um, we had um, what you called a calcium buildup. Yes. Uh, deposits. But you don't have the stones, do you? No, I don't have them physically. Uh, no, I, the stones, I no. did not want to see them. She didn't want to see the stones. Didn't want to keep them. Not, oh, a, wow. not a memory. So we've had the transition of graduation. Yes. The trans. Uh, what would it be? Can't say transpose, but. I was going to say transcend. You transcend it. But I feel like that's also not. Yeah. Transport. <laughs> transportation of she, calcium buildup through yeah, the urinary tract mm-hmm. some kidney stones yes out of nowhere uh, some deposits yes sediments uh, sediments of uh medical issues that you know took a toll on the body yeah um, just quick and easily like that uh you've had some celebrations in the um not necessarily party, but you know the yes. next stage of life. Yeah, um, took a trip. Yeah, took a took. I've taken a few trips actually. Yeah, but the the big trip. You yes, know, the big trip. Cross. I can't even say cross the pond, but uh, cross the country. the country. Cross the the land. Uh, the so land. It took a trip, the longest trip you've taken, without my presence. Yeah. Uh, or supervision, or supervision at all, yeah, mm, yeah, That's longest the, and farthest, longest and farthest, yes. Uh, so one would say you took a pilgrimage, a pilgrimage, you know. Oh my gosh, guys, a pilgrimage it's of adulthood, Magna Carta, right now. So, um, Mayflower, what would one say on this, you know, because most people do graduate, but they don't do what you have done yes um so quickly yes uh so give us some insight some insight how you are feeling and dealing with young adulthood um so here's the thing i the most i guess prominent thing that has been happening is the whole label of adult label the label of the label of adult like literally the word um because going to la was like oh you know like this is fine like i was like perfectly fine but like you know i boarded a plane by myself which it wasn't my first time was my first rodeo but um you know boarded a plane and did all the stuff and uh some things kind of came easier than others Mm -hmm. um but definitely the label of adult was weird um and just like in general it has been weird because you know i first of all the funniest part is that i woke up one morning and i was like oh like i graduated high school and like that's all cool and all but like now like what am i going to refer to when I'm talking, when to. I'm talking, most of my interactions have been based in school. Uh-huh. So now, instead of being like, oh, like my freshman, my sophomore, 
my junior year, I have to add that whole tag of in high school. She said in high school. Like when I was in high school, dot, dot, dot. That's like something that I can say now. And I was, yeah, my little ellipses. And that was like so weird to me because I was like, ew, like that's like a thing, you know, in college, you know, you get to say after you graduate college, you'd be like, oh, when I was in college, you know, but like right now I'm dealing with the whole when I was in high school, like when I was and when I'm referring to people that I know, mm-hmm. they're no longer within it's no longer like within this institution. Like it's like. I went to high school with this person <laughs> at my this person went to my old high school and like I can't be like oh like I I went to I go to school with this person like it's no longer pr- a present moment mm-hmm. it's in the past it's now. in the past so it's so it's that's a whole weird thing just being like there's a certain type of I mess up a lot because this is a certain like language like when I'm talking about people I'm talking about people I went to high school with, not people who I go to high school with. So I like stumble over my words because I'm like, well, I don't know how to put it because I don't feel like I'm out of high school. Hmm. The feeling hasn't set in that it's like, oh, like that you're you graduating. Like you're no longer a part of this this <laughs> institution. No so like you have to like just say that. And then also I mean, you're a college student. People, whenever I'm like talking, I still talk in terms of being a minor. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, but like you're an adult. And I'm like, oh. Young adult. Wait, that's crazy. Um, my brain has not caught up yet. Ah. Uh, and I feel like a lot of people go through this and, and it's gonna be yeah. like something that like is gonna stick with me for a while until I'm like really something is like really thrown at me. Yeah, bills. Yeah, like that's like that's <laughs> a thing. But also it's just like like I said, I've always said I'm not afraid of bills. Those things don't like scare me but things that like i've never i've heard of like some things like insurance right sure <laughs> that's like, a bill insurance is like one of those things where like not getting the bill but like setting it up setting up setting, purchasing setting up things insurance. setting up insurance setting up like certain fees that are going to come my way but like not in the way of like getting the fee because then it's like oh if i get it i could just pay it uh-huh but like she said just pay you gotta have yeah you gotta have the sources money. of income to pay there's these that things. but then there's like taxes i know what a w-2 Death form in taxes i know what a w-2 form is but i have never in my life filled out one and these are things that i have to start keeping track of and i'm like well, no nah, you'll never fill out a w-2 you mean a w-4 is it a w-2 W4? yeah a w-2 is what you get oh okay <laughs> well, see, guys, I'm already spitting stuff that I don't know about. That makes you know that I need that this is stuff I'm not prepared for. Yeah, you get a W four or NC. Yeah, four for North Carolina state tax. And to go apart on the bill part, considering that I had kidney stones, I a few days ago walked to my kitchen and saw a bill on my countertop. Bill to Erica Nicole Mitchell. <laughs> Mm, your insurance. It was so much money, and I was like, "Oh my god, do they think I have this?" Yeah. And it was, it was something. Send it to the insurance, Blue Carl's brochure. It was, mm. it was quite the. I don't know. Th- that shook. wasn't that wasn't the scary part. It was just, just like it was, just, it was just very funny because I was like, "Why is it built to my name?" Like I can, like I was, but I'm an adult. You're that carrier. I'm eighteen. 
it that's Mm -hmm. how it goes now and i was like oh okay yeah and to think that like six years ago i was like i want to be emancipated at like 14. (laughs) what i wanted to be emancipated by 16. i had a lot of (laughs) expectations for what 16 was gonna be but no it was just me in a lovely princess dress a sparkly dress at a sweet 16 party and she said emancipated not emancipation in my own apartment with a dog bro so with what with what Mm -hmm. what job i thought Mm -hmm. i was gonna be a little influencer influencer yeah that's when it was that money when i was about when i was about 12 when i was like 10 12 was when yeah 10 11 12 was when like influencer like being a youtuber or being like somebody who did stuff online was getting like Mm. really really like not popular but it was like people were okay with being like this is my job and i was like oh my god it's gonna be me and i mean mm. like i still say that eight years later it's gonna be me but um that was like what i was thinking i was gonna do i uh. thought i had there's just so many things because i feel like as a kid like i've always everyone's always like clowned me for having the idea that like I wasn't going to live that long, if that makes any sense. Not like live that long, but it's like I didn't have any sort of like idea of what was going to come after like the age of like 22. Mm-hmm. And I've always had that thought of like, I don't know what's coming after 22. I still kind of don't know what's coming after 22 and I'm okay with that. But like when I was like in my singular digits, I was like, when I turn 12, I'm going to own my own business and I'm going to mm. have everything together. I'm going to have three dogs. At 12. At 12. Really? Do you know what you're doing at 12? Entering the seventh grade, which is the craziest year of your life. She said the 12. The intermediate part, the intermediate part of your school career mm-hmm. is at 12. And I think I'm going to be making six figures with my dog <laughs> training business. Yeah, you've done a lot now. You've done a lot. It was ambitious. And then when I turned 12, I was depressed. So, you know, Hmm. there was really nothing. It's so weird. And then, you know, I kept moving on and on being like, when I turn 16, this is what my life is going to be like. My life was not like that. And then last year I had my dreams crushed because I said, when I turn 18, this is what my life is going to be like. And it's not like that. I cried about it. I At mean, that moment, is it and I that got over you're, you didn't put the effort into making those Not things, even that. It's just, just this, it's quite, it quite literally, it's just not, not necessarily, oh, it's not possible, but it's just like, there's a lot more that goes into what you think it is. Like, it's not like I didn't work towards it at some point. Like, there were still things that I worked towards mm. that had to do with those aspects, mm. but it was just like, there was stuff that I was missing. Okay. That you have to do in order to be in that certain spot. Mm-hmm. And it was, it's weird because now that I had all those moments where I was like, wow, that didn't happen. I have to like be realistic with myself. And that can be like very limiting. And that's my least favorite thing. Okay. All I right. don't like limitations. I've never liked limitations, but now I have to just be like, you know what? It's, It'll come when it comes. Okay. And it's so it's weird. It's not about the work or not the effort. It's not about necessarily the work or the effort, but just sometimes things don't happen that way. Okay, you know, you in can't, your mind. In my mind, it's like you can't have a business at 12 
when you're nine and you're well, I mean, there are, not, I'm saying there's people. Who, I'm there saying there's people, people who, who have it. businesses at 12. But I'm saying for what I wanted to do mm-hmm. legally, I didn't think about it. You know mm-hmm. how much liability there is for a 12 year old working with dogs. Yeah. It's a big one. It's a huge one, and that's why when I walked into Pet Paradise and said, "Can I work here?" they were like, "No, you have to be 18." And I was like, "That is crazy." But then they told me there's a liability with minors. Yes, anything and, can happen. And that was like, oh, that was something this whole entire time I've been missing. I didn't know that was like. Oh man, you know thing. the the rules and the regulations that go behind the idea of of what you want to do. Yes, was like or think you can do. Yeah, and being like, mm, I want to be emancipated at sixteen. Do you know what you need to be doing at sixteen to be emancipated? The yeah, legal, that's the legal things that go into that. Kids who are emancipated are either going through something or feel they're entertainer. Or, you know, I was watching too much Willow. You know that kind of. Stuff. It was just like there's just certain things that like you know trust fund babies. It was just not. <laughs> it was it wasn't there. And then when I with like the thing that was like most recently was just me being like things were working out Mm -hmm. and I was like it was with the power of just like my mind and being like not toxically positive just like you know if something is for me it's gonna it's gonna happen and I still do believe that but at that point it was like I don't really need to do too much of anything Mm, to, to, to let it happen because if it's for me I'm going to have that and either a it wasn't for me right now that particular that particular you know at this particular time of me thinking like at 16 you know me being 16 17 when i turn 18 this is what my life is going to be like either it's not that time for me or you didn't put in the effort that you need the effort you didn't put in the work to make that yeah because at this point at this point i'm just manifesting it with my thoughts in my what i'm journeying about Mm. what i'm thinking about all the time um and it was just, and I don't know. It wasn't like when you, when I realized that it was a lot less devastating than it was in the past because, you know. Here I am. I'm just like, oh, I'm older enough. She said I'm now. older enough. So to know that like it's fine. Okay. If things don't work out that way, especially when they're really extreme things, like I'm an ambitious person and that's like fine with me. But like, it's also one of those things where like I know the repercussions of being super ambitious and that doesn't it doesn't bother me as much anymore. Okay. All right. So it's a learning curve. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say it's a learning curve. <laughs> uh that you've gotten to this point and can like now I'm like, oh, what if I go to college and I just like hate it? And there's that possibility, but I'm not going into college with any sort of expectation anymore. I mean, not of like, I think a, not you of, should because college is, it's, instead of going in and okay, I'm going to just see what college is about. College is almost like, this is a piece that I need to get where I'm supposed to go. That's why I think a lot of people, when they go to college, sure, it's the experience, but college is literally almost like, a prerequisite that I have to do this to get to the next point. And that's the only reason I'm here. It took me three, four years to realize, okay, man, I'm tired of this. I got to get out of here. Yeah. I I came here 
to get this degree so I can move on. I didn't come here just to hang out for four years and meet people. Yeah. And, you know, that's why I think sometimes older adults, when they go back to college, they're focused. Yeah. I ain't here to make friends. I ain't here to meet people. I'm here to get whatever this teacher's giving me so I can get this degree and get out of here. Yeah. So people realize that their junior year, I need 18 more credits to graduate. And that's and, what you're doing. And that's what I'm doing. I ain't, I mean, they still may go to a game here or there, but that's not their focus. Yeah, exactly. They're not into the spirit. That's why I say, hey, if you go with the intentions that I'm here to meet the people I need to meet, uh, put a team together and work on some things, cool. Now, if I meet some people along the way and establish some friendships, uh, some other circles. I think that everything that's that cool. people call the experience is just bonus content. Yeah. Okay. To college. That's why and you people, said I might not like it. That's why I was like, yeah. it's not too like. I mean, it's just like if I might not like it, then like there there's choices that I can make according to what I want to do. But I just feel like a lot of people advertise college as like a an experience of something that you need to go through as far as like your mental like well for some it is because you get the taste of the the world i can't even say it's the real world yeah that's what i'm saying it's school you go to but it's a taste of what's going on in the world freedom it's just like a way to be an adult without having all the repercussions and responsibilities responsibilities of that and like that's cool Cool little bonus points, but I feel like at the end of the day, it's school. <laughs> it's a school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. It's school that you it's pay for to do what you want to do, to get a little added thing. Not like an added thing on your resume so you can do what you want to do. I mean, but like, it's, it's like the real world because it's almost like people. I mean, if you look out the window, you're looking at downtown Dallas. Yeah. People go in to downtown Dallas to work. As if they were going to school. Yes. They go to this institution, they do what they got to do, and they leave. Same thing with going to college. You go into the classrooms, do what they need to do. The teacher is employer. If they're making anything and they're teaching, then you leave. Yeah. And it continues. It's in its own little world, its own little campus, its own little town. And that's why I say it's a microcosm of what the world is like. But the difference is college deals with more, not necessarily grassroots, but topics. There, there are more opportunities to discuss what's going on in the world and yeah. how it is affecting versus Dallas. It is what it is. Yeah. They're dealing with, you know, the things that are going on. Now, there may be people trying to make changes, but there's not a lot of discussion and think yeah. tanks or... That makes you know, sense. How can we approach this to make a difference? It's this is what's going on. So hey, that's why I say it's a microcosm of, of the real world. And like I said, you can be you can deal with adult issues without the repercussions, but then you can go even further and you are an adult because you start doing adult things with adult repercussions. Yeah. So, you know. It's just, I don't know. I just, I am excited for my next step, but I also feel like there are certain things that I feel like we should not like stop, 
doing when it comes to college like not doing just like when we talk about it like i don't i don't know i feel like when we talk about it there's no need to be negative about it but also it's just some of the things that are said are just like um it's kind of like how they're like oh well college is what you make it and i think that's just what we need to leave it at <laughs> college is what you make well I and mean, that's what you leave it at it's life life is what you make it. it's all so, about the energy you put in there and what you're gonna get out of it and you know and then you leave it at that because i feel like everyone's experience is so different and to generalize the experience of college is like it's becoming weirder and weirder to me now that i'm going mm-hmm. than what it would have been like beforehand yeah i mean i get it and like i say i used to say think everyone should experience it even if it's for a year or so but it's not for everybody yeah you know everybody's yeah, not meant to go to college some people are, are just ready for the workforce some people are ready for um military some people need military they need that kind of structure in their lives yes. because they either have lacked it and um needed or that's what they function well in and need that kind of thing because um, we're we're different kind of creatures uh, me and Jay often have these conversations about the type of people we are. Yes. There are certain self-reflection, you know, risk takers. Yeah. And we see things a little different. Thus, we our paths are not necessarily unorthodox, but being here in Dallas, period, is a lot for some of the people I know. They would never do this. They would never leave. They would never. Charlotte. They would never drive fourteen hours over a course of two days to just yeah, yeah to to start a new venture. That they's like, nah, ain't no way I'm gonna do that. If they couldn't find a way, they'll just get a job and 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 their hometown and and make it work like that. Yeah. Uh, so you know, some people can't even leave the city, let alone some people. The state. In, some people enjoy their comfort, and at some point, I gotta just be like, mm, okay. Well, I'm not necessarily comfort. There are some people that I know, you know, in in Charlotte, in uh, South Carolina, that they're not comfortable at all. They're they're in a struggle, and they're still not willing to take the risk and look at another area, another avenue, another avenue, or or another opportunity. Like, okay go from greenville to atlanta there are more opportunities in atlanta than there are in greenville south carolina or go from you know charlotte of course there's a lot of things in charlotte but yeah um compared to like other places (laughs) yeah or they have an aspiration to do something that's truly not popular in the area in which they live in you know if you want to be in to sports management and you're in gastonia it's not gonna work yeah because there's not a lot of athletes that need sports management in gastonia yeah you know you 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 have to go where it is and be willing to go where it is to accomplish that goal so that's why i mean not necessarily a comfort is just you know, certain type of people are, are risk takers and there's some type of people that are entrepreneurs and there are some people that 
don't want to start anything but have good ideas but they'd rather just work a job get a check they'd rather sit there but i have to say at some point i kind of just what can you do she said what can you what can you do that's just like your career choice is purely so far outside of the box when you look at the family line your family line even mine included what you're doing isn't i'm not going to be a doctor i'm not going to be a lawyer i'm not going to be you know a professional uh you're going strictly for arts strictly for love i can't say you're the first one but you are a part of a group that are truly seeking something for the love versus um hey i need a a, a career choice because even when i was thinking of mine now that i was really thinking about it you know i chose engineering because of the money mm-hmm. period yes you know i like math and things like that but when we were thinking it was like okay you need to pick a career or a job that makes money and the electrical engineers make a lot of money mm-hmm. so that's why i chose my choice not necessarily okay hey this is what i want to do i end up doing it but yeah again though those were the things that we chose to do at my age or that's what we were encouraged to do that's why they always say a doctor or lawyer i don't know too many kids that really want to be doctors and lawyers that's just what's been programmed in your head because you yeah. know they make good livings yes doctors and lawyers and we need more nah, there's a lot of people that are doing it i mean you can tell through just like the people that you meet in those services mm-hmm. who's really there for what they like to do and who's there for monetary yeah reasons. monetary gain uh, or to i need this to maintain the type of lifestyle that I want. Yeah. And I'm not willing or to do it any yes. other way. Status. Status quo. Yeah. So, yeah. You know. Yeah. It's a transition. It's a transition. All right. Well, hey, we've covered enough to unpack for this show. Uh, any final words of encouragement or just as a graduate as a graduate i well i i've given this advice too many times but uh i keep telling people to explore their options um because explore your option whatever that means to you explore your options um because a lot of people keep coming to me and they're like well my kid is going to high school and i don't really know what i should tell them and you seem like a vaguely successful person in your high school career so what do you say and i was like well i didn't do anything till my senior year to be honest i did not do anything to my senior year and it made a big difference so i would say start early with that exploration of what you want to do explore the only thing is that like i had what i wanted to do before i came into high school i feel like a lot of people don't have that Mm, so i would say high school is a great place to explore your options just through like the extracurricular things because academia in high school can be restricting at times 
depending on what your system is like. Um, you know, coming from somebody who went to a school that was majorly like computer science based, mm. um, CTE rather than like arts. So sometimes it is difficult to, you know, Maneuver. if you're like, a, if you're like an art student and there's not that many arts classes, like there isn't much you can do with that, but there's still outside things that you can do. And I would say being ambitious in high school is very, is important. Ambition. Be being ambitious and like taking a little step, being a risk taker guys <laughs> in high school is important. Just don't do anything too stupid. Said, do something stupid. stupid, but don't do anything too stupid. Too stupid. Count the cost, weigh the risk, and you cost, know, cost hey, benefit analysis. Yeah, do all of if that. If it's stupid, do, do it. That. If it's too stupid, don't do it. I got you. All right. Well, you've heard it. Uh, I will say, continue to check out all our social platforms. Tell a friend and tell a friend to listen to our show. Um, I always say, stay safe, be easy, peace. Thank you.